Chapter Ten of Sadig or the Book of Fate by Voltaire. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Zadig or the Book of Fate, Chapter Ten, the Funeral Pile, Sitak transported with his good success of a slave made zadig his favorite companion and confidant he found him as necessary in the conduct of his affairs as the king of babylon had before done in the administration of his government and lucky it was for zadig that satak had no wife he discovered that his master was in his temper benevolent strictly honest and a man of good natural parts zadig was very much concerned that one of so much sense should pay divine adoration to a whole host of created those celestial beings that is to say the sun moon and stars according to the ancient custom of the arabians he talked at first to his master with great precaution on so important a topic but at last told him in direct terms that they were created bodies as others though of less lustre and that there was no more adoration due to them than to a stock or a stone but said satak they are eternal beings to whom we are indebted for all the blessings we enjoy they animate nature they regulate the seasons they are in a word at such an infinite distance from us that it would be downright impious not to adore them you are more indebted said zadig to the waters of the red sea which transport so many valuable commodities into the indies why pray may not they be deemed as ancient as the stars and if you are so fond of paying your adoration on account of their vast distance why don't you adore the land of the gangarides which lies in the utmost extremities of the earth no said Sitak, there is something so surprisingly more brilliant in the stars than what you speak of that a man must adore them whether he will or not at the close of the evening zadig planted a long range of candles in the front of his tent where Sitak and he were to sup that night and as soon as he perceived his patron to be at the door he fell prostrate on his knees before the wax lights o ye everlasting ever shining luminaries be always propitious to your votary said zadig having repeated these words so loud as satak might hear them he sat down to table without taking the least notice of satak what said satak somewhat startled at his conduct art thou at thy prayers before supper i act just as inconsistently sir as you do i worship these candles without reflecting on their makers or yourself who are my most beneficent patron Sitak took the hint and was conscious of the reproof that was concealed so genteelly under a veil the superior wisdom of his slave enlightened his mind and from that hour he was less lavish than ever he had been of his incense to those created beings and for the future paid his adoration to the eternal god who made them at that time there was a most hideous custom in high repute all over arabia 
which came originally from scythia but having met with the sanction of the begotted brockmans threatened to spread its infection all over the east when a married man happened to die if his dearly beloved widow ever expected to be esteemed a saint she must throw herself headlong upon her husband's funeral pile this was looked upon as a solemn festival and was called the widow's sacrifice that tribe which could boast of the greatest number of burnt widows was looked upon as the most meritorious an arabian who was of the tribe of satak happened just at that juncture to be dead and his widow almona by name who was a noted devotee published the day nay the hour that she proposed to throw herself according to custom on her deceased husband's funeral pile and be attended by a concert of drums and trumpets zadig remonstrated to satak what a shocking custom this was and how directly repugnant to human nature by permitting young widows almost every day to become wilful self-murderers when they might be of service to their country either by the addition of new subjects or by the education of such as demanded their maternal indulgence and by arguing seriously with satak for some time he forced from him at last an ingenuous confession that the barbarous custom then subsisting ought if possible to be abolished tis now replied satak above a thousand years since the widows of arabia have been indulged with this privilege of dying with their husbands and how shall any one dare to abrogate a law that has been established time out of mind is there anything more inviolable than even an ancient error but replied zadig reason is of more ancient date than the custom you plead for do you communicate these sentiments to the sovereigns of your tribes and in the meanwhile i'll go and sound the widow's inclinations accordingly he paid her a visit and having insinuated himself into her favour by a few compliments on her beauty after urging what a pity it was that a young widow mistress of so many charms should make away with herself for no other reason but to mingle her ashes with the husband that was dead he notwithstanding applauded her for her heroic constancy and courage i perceive madam said he you was excessively fond of your deceased spouse not i truly replied the young arabian devotee he was a brute infected with a groundless jealousy of my virtue and in short a perfect tyrant but notwithstanding all this i am determined to comply with our custom surely then madam there's a sort of secret pleasure in being burnt alive alas with a sigh cried almona tis a shock indeed to nature but must be complied with for all that i am a professed devotee and should i show the least reluctance my reputation would be lost for ever all the world would laugh at me should i not burn myself on this occasion zadig having forced her ingenuously to confess that she parted with her life more out of regard to what the world would say of her and out of pride and ostentation than any real love for the deceased he talked to her for some considerable time so rationally and used so many prevailing arguments with her to justify her due regard for the life which she was going to throw away that she began to wave the thought and entertain a secret affection for her friendly monitor pray madam tell me said zadig how would you dispose of yourself upon the supposition that you could shake off this vain and barbarous notion 
why said dame with an amorous glance i think verily i should accept of yourself for a second bedfellow the memory of ashtart had made too strong an impression on his mind to close with this warm declaration he took his leave however that moment and waited on the chiefs he communicated to them the substance of their private conversation and prevailed with them to make it a law for the future that no widow should be allowed to fall a victim to a deceased husband till after she had admitted some young man to converse with her in private for a whole hour together the law was passed accordingly and not one widow in all arabia from that day to this ever observed the custom twas to zadig alone that the arabian dames were indebted for the abolition in one hour of a custom so very inhuman that had been practised for such a number of ages zadig therefore with the strictest justice was looked upon by all the fairest sex in arabia as their most bountiful benefactor End of chapter ten